The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you here. Welcome to the program. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Yes. Yes. That was scary. It was uh, very scary. It was... It was, uh, it, Paul, you didn't, I played during the break, for those who don't know, I played Collarbone, Carrie, from back in the day. Were you listening? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Well, why unfortunately? You were laughing your ass off in that. Um, I, I don't remember. Yeah, that was so You bad. don't remember I think, Collarbone? I think I was laughing because it was just so bad. Ooh, that was rough. I think she was laughing because you were laughing. Well, I think everybody was laughing, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think everybody was laughing because it was just, it was something, it was not, it was, it was scary to do it. And then when I played it back, it just, I burst out laughing because it was, it was just that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now when I can admit that it's that bad, you know that it's really that bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. There's a lot going on. Which that, I don't know how cringeworthy it was. I think it was very funny. People really were entertained by that. Mm, cringy. Yeah. I would go with that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Rude and rude. Rude and ruder part two. But, again, I only do it for the people. I don't do it for myself, and that's just real. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. It is a Free Speech Friday. Free Speech Friday! Ah, freedom. Freedom. Uh Uh-huh. Say what? Bring it down. Let's go. Uh-huh. Say what? 888-941-PAGS, Or so your mind's going to be fair again. If I know something about it, we'll talk about it. If not, we'll move on. That is Carrie Lockie. That's Polo. That's Sam getting it done. We do appreciate you stopping by. Appreciate you being here. Bottom of the hour is going to be Jason Ho, who's going to give us some insight into what's going on with Taiwan. And there's a lot going on with Taiwan. There's a lot going on with, um, with China. Because either China's flexing its muscles to say Russia's not the superpower we are, or they're saying, well, Russia's doing it, we can. But they haven't invaded Taiwan, but allegedly there were some planes flying into Taiwanese airspace yesterday. We'll see if that's the case. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Gary, we do have a new Supreme Court nominee, though. You got something on that? Let's let's talk about who it is that we have, and then I'll give you my insight on what it is that that I believe that she stands for. Go ahead. Well, uh, no, I, the story that I sent you was from The Blaze, and it already talks about, you know, what she said about sex offenders. You want that, or you want something more No, I mean, you can, do the, you can do that one, because, I mean, I'll, I'll still talk okay. about it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, from The Blaze, Judge Katanji Brown Jackson once argued in an article that the judicial system in America is unfair to sexual predators. At Jackson, whom President Joe Biden has nominated for the U.S. Supreme Court, authored an unsigned note for the Harvard Law Review in 1996 calling for judges to change their analytical framework for evaluating the constitutionality of certain state sex offender statutes. She disclosed authorship of the article to the Senate Judiciary Committee after she was nominated to serve as U.S. District Judge for the District of Columbia by President Barack Obama in 2012. In the article, Jackson wrote, In the current climate of fear, hatred, and revenge associated with the release of convicted sex criminals, courts must be especially attentive to legislative enactments that use public health and safety rhetoric to justify procedures that are, in essence, punishment and detention. 
Her article took issue with how some state legislatures at the time enacted laws to regulate the release of sex offenders. Examples she cited include requirements for sex offenders to register with local law enforcement officials, notify community members of their presence, undergo DNA testing, and submit to civil confinement for an indefinite term. Okay. We know who she is. We know what she stands for. Now, again, Joe Biden didn't promise I'll get the best person available. He didn't promise that at all. What he said was, I will elect somebody or or appoint somebody who's a female and who's black. He didn't say I'll get the best person available. It's just true. He didn't say I'm going to get the best person available. And man, I hope hope it's a black female. He didn't say I'll get the best person available and then nominate a black female. He made this bold announcement. It's going to be a black female. I'm like, what? And and when you question him on it, you're somehow a racist. When you question him on it, you're somehow in trouble. When you question him on it, you're somehow un-American. When you question him on it, then you hear something about, well, the history of slavery and blah, blah, blah. But the bottom line is, the man said, I'm going to choose somebody by the gender and by the race, and that's the way it's going to be. Now, this person, and any, any black female out there who was selected should have said no. And should have said, until such a time as you go back out and say, I'm going to just get the best person for the job, then you can nominate me if you want, because you're already putting me in a, in a classification that says, I've got to whittle it down to a classification of gender and of race, or else I can't do this. In other words, I would not be up for the job if I weren't that gender and that race. That's not okay. But now we know who this woman is. I mean, we do. We know who she is. She is somebody, and, and you're saying she's, she's light on, on, criminal, on criminal justice. If you can just read that one part again. Um, okay. Uh, the, what she said about that, you mean? Yes. Or? Yes. Okay. Hold on. So I guess in her, in her announcement, in, in her speech today, she's talking about God and police and Baba Dab. Here's somebody who's light, who's light on crime. Go ahead. Um. Uh, In the article, Jackson wrote, in the current climate of fear, hatred, and revenge associated with the release of convicted sex criminals, courts must be especially attentive to legislative enactments that use public health and safety rhetoric to justify procedures that are, in essence, punishment and detention. I mean, here's somebody who's light on crime. Here's somebody who's trying to find a, a reason or a way to say our society's not treating people the right way and somehow incorrectly incarcerating them. She's very careful about how she said it. But even more bold, in my opinion, is what I, I TikToked about earlier, and I put it on the Twitter and everything else. What's even more bold is that she is extremely pro-abortion. Extremely pro-abortion. She's like, Let, let's get some, some more babies aborted. In fact, an almost immediate opinion piece by Fox News was what a radical pro-abortionist she is. Now, we know that, and she's going to be questioned about that. Now, I also know that this administration, it's not Biden, it's the people around him, are very good at framing what they want us to think around the guise of racism or white supremacy, if you disagree. Here's what I mean. I'm disagreeing. There are some of you out there that are now conditioned to believe that I'm a white supremacist because I'm against her nomination. If I were blind and didn't know her ethnicity, 
her race or ancestry, I would probably know her gender because I could hear her voice. But if I didn't know those things, I would still be against her because of what she's done. She's a radical on the bench. And I know that she's been overturned a number of times. I don't have the percentage in front of me. From what I understand, she's been overturned a lot in her decisions. Yet, for some reason, she's the right choice. So, black female, that's what Biden said he would do, and radical black female. I mean, this isn't Carol Swain. Not that I think she should be nominated because she's a black female. I think she should be nominated because she's extremely smart would be great on the bench. This is somebody who is a radical who fits into the mold of what the progressives want to do. So as we're trying to put somebody who's a pro-abortionist, light-on-crime person on the Supreme Court, we're watching you know the strong men around the world act the fool and get away with it. It's really kind of nuts. It just is. It's nuts. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We've talked about this a lot since the original since the original announcement was made. We did. I mean, we've talked about it a lot. And the reason why is because in this country, I thought it was illegal to not give equal opportunity to people. Like, for instance, I work for, Carrie, is it the largest radio company in the world? If not, it's close. Uh, but I think I think it's the largest. I think so. We cannot, our company cannot, when it has an opening, say, I'm going to hire this person of this race, ethnicity, and gender. We can't do that. We literally have to put out a notification to allow everybody an opportunity to come and get the job. Biden said, not even, this isn't figurative, literally he said, I'm going to select a black female. He said EEOC doesn't matter, equal opportunity doesn't matter, not going to happen. And people applauded him on the left. And then we get the person that he nominates, and not only is she fitting to that mold that excludes white men, white women, Asians, American Indians, down the line, it excludes everybody else. She's also somebody who's extremely radical, which is not surprising from the, the administration that, that hired somebody who is into pup play and, and dresses as a woman, although he's a man, uh, or, or the, the person who's in the HHS who is trans, is a biological man, is living as a woman, is the allegedly the first female admiral, which he's not. I mean, you've got these radicals surrounding this administration, and and all they're really doing is is making us weaker and making us look even stupider on the world stage. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. All right, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Lots going on, lots to get to. I do appreciate you stopping by. Bottom of the hour is going to be Jason Ho. He's a technology guy, but he's from Taiwan. He's ethnically Chinese, and he's got a lot to say about what's happening with China and Taiwan. 
Again, we heard yesterday there was news that China was flying planes into Taiwan. Will China now go into Taiwan because of Ukraine? And he admittedly is not a Ukraine expert, but he's watching what's going on. And he gives us insight into what Chairman, not Chairman, well, I guess Prime Minister President Xi is about, who he wants to be, and how he sees himself, and whether the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, agrees with his own vision of himself. It's a very interesting conversation. Make sure you stick around for that. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. As we get older, we feel fatigued, retired all the time. It's hard to have that endurance and drive we need to get through the day. Can be fixed with more and more caffeine. Introducing a new way to start your day. Super Beats Heart Chews. They're a tasty treat that gives you the energy that you need. They're good for you as well. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, candies to, for a quick pick-me-up because they can really drop you down hard. Uh, that, that dropout later is just no fun. Add two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews to your morning routine and promote heart-healthy energy for your day without the caffeine crash because Super Beats Heart Chews unique clinically researched grapeseed extract promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. All right, I, I've had these. They're delicious. Really, really enjoy the Super Beats Heart Chews. You're going to love how they taste. You're going to love what they, what they do for you. You feel that nice boost of energy, and your heart health is so important. Why not go right now, because you're a listener of my show, and get up to 45% off, plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com is your best offer available anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com. Up to 45% off at JoeLovesBeats.com. Make that happen, and make it happen right now. So what are your thoughts on the Supreme Court Justice? Do you choose somebody by race, by ethnicity, by by gender? Is that what you do in, in 2022 America? Is it after all the struggles, the civil rights movement, after the Civil Rights Act, the, the Voting Rights Act, after Martin Luther King Jr. died as a martyr to try to make things more equal in this country? Is that okay? Let me go to the phone line. It's going to be line one. Jeff is in California. Jeff, what's going on? Come on, Jeff. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Can Jeff, you hear me okay? You're on the air. Let's go, Jeff. Awesome. Yes. Um, for with regards to the uh, Supreme Court judge, always to choose the best, the best of the best, not race, gender, ethnicity, blah, 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 all that stuff. Right. The and best the of the best. Thing- and, and by the way, she's not the best of the best either. I mean, her radical ways are, are not going to make her a good justice. But you're right. It was also meritocracy. It was always meritocracy, which is the best. Get the opportunity. Right. And and if you're gonna if you're gonna be a if you're judging from the bench then you then that's it, it you've already lost. I hear you, Jeff. I appreciate that. Open line now eight 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 nine four one Pags eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. Make sure you stop by JoePags dot com J O E P A G S dot C O M. Lots of big news stories there today. Lots of things going on, including Ukraine, including anonymous. That's the top story there. That hacking group says they're going to go after Russia and take them down. That's a big deal. I mean, that group really does what they're doing. Um, it would, To me, it would be good. Now, I don't support Anonymous because they've also done bad things to good people. But if you want to take down Russia and stop them from attacking and slaughtering people in Ukraine, I'm okay with that. Let me go back at it. Dave is going to be in Kansas. Dave, what's going on? Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. Hey, I just don't think this is that big of a deal because we're replacing one very liberal justice with another. It's, it's where the rubber meets the road in what kind of votes are happening. There's not a nickel difference between the two. I mean, if you could think of one major vote in the last 10 years that she would have voted differently than, and I'm sorry, I'm losing his name all of a sudden, 
Breyer. What's his name? Justice Breyer. But, yeah, of course. Thank you. I, I mean, I can't. So for me, this is just much ado about nothing. Um, so if I'm a senator, unless she comes out and is, unless there's something totally, she's a member of NAMBLA. Uh, you know, she, she's a, she's a she big supporter. She's you know what, well, she's a big supporter of, of NARAL. She's a big supporter of of abortion organizations. Well, yeah, but there's not a single Democrat that would be nominated that isn't. Right, but you and say so that you, is, you say there's not a lick so of difference. I, I disagree. You don't think the president's setting a precedent here by saying I'm going to choose somebody by race and and by their gender? You don't think that's an issue? Oh, now that's a little different. I, I'll give you that. I'm just saying. In office, she's not going to be any different than he was, and so it's it's really not that big a deal. If I'm a Republican, I don't fight this because I want to fight battles that matter, and she's not going to be any different than he is. Yeah, this battle matters. Dave, Dave, I love you like a brother, but this battle matters big time. Big time. The voting may be the same. And the voting probably will be the same. Actually, I think she'll be more radical than Breyer, but the voting's going to be the same. It is a major problem, Dave, and anybody else listening, that the president has appointed somebody because of her race and her gender. That's a major problem. That is a full stop. You can't do that in a free and equal nation like we're supposed to be. People died for the Civil War. They died, 600,000 Americans died on both sides in the Civil War. People, people died, Martin Luther King Jr. and many others, fighting for civil rights. Now we're going to say meritocracy is out the window. You know, when I see a basketball, an NBA coach, and this is nowhere near as important as somebody's on the Supreme Court, but an NBA coach, go to the, go to the microphone and say, hey, listen, you've got almost 80% black players in the NBA. The next person I draft is going to be a white male. When I see that happen, then I'll agree with you that it's no big deal. But it's not going to happen because that would be wrong and I would be against that. That would be wrong in a free, liberated nation that believes in equal opportunity. There was no equal opportunity for other than black females to get this job. That's a problem for me. But then again, maybe it's just me. Let me go back at it. Elma, who is in uh, Yakima. Elma, what's going on? Hi. Well, I want to change my voicemail that says, Hi, you've reached so-and-so. If you voted for Joe Biden, I don't want to talk to you. Have a great day. Okay, you can do I that. don't know why we're do not that. holding these people accountable that voted this man in. Well, why don't you do that? That'd be kind of funny. Well, I think I'm going to. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm serious. I, I guess we're just supposed to let these... I mean, no, it's... So you agree with me? I, 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 I agree with you. The people who voted in Joe Biden are causing the mayhem, the unrest, the hyperinflation... The out-of-control border. I mean, people who voted for him, this is what you voted for. We warned you. We told you not to. We told you it would be this. And this it is. So I'm not really sure I get what the issue is. I'm not sure I understand why, why those who voted for Joe Biden aren't the ones out there going, oh, man, did I screw up. Holy mac! You know, it was easy for the left to find somebody who said, yeah, I voted for Trump. I never should have. He's mean on those Twitters. But it was easy for the left media to find that. The media needs to find people now who say, man, what a big mistake. What a bonehead move I made. I would much rather have the guy with the tweets because this guy ain't getting it done. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Do me a favor, stop by JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Jason Ho, when we come back, stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this man back. We had him on a, a little while ago, a few months ago. We talked a lot about Taiwan and China and also the technology that China has been able to infiltrate sort of in our, in our military technology. It's uh, Jason Ho. Jason, how are you? Good to see you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, nice you know, to see you again. It's very good to see you. There's so much going on in the world right now. And things are now different because Joe Biden is the president. And Joe Biden, at least in a, in a global sense, is weaker than Donald Trump was on China, weaker on Russia, weaker on the bad actors in the world. And we're seeing what happened after we left Afghanistan, a mess. Um, suddenly, Russia said, we're going to go into Ukraine. And they're doing that right now. And just yesterday, I heard reports that Chinese planes were flying over Taiwan airspace. What is the dynamic between, uh, first of all, when it comes to the leadership in China, which you know so much about, do they really watch and see how strong the American leader is before they take action? I think China is very happy about the administration change because it gives them substantial advantage and to dominate not only over Taiwan, but they think it have a chance and to dominate the world. And that triggers Russia action towards Ukraine, I think, partly. And that's an important factor, what is in the Putin's mind. Well, well, does the leadership in China, and that's a great answer, does the leadership in China look at how badly we left Afghanistan and then look how we're not taking any action basically against Russia yet when it comes to Ukraine? Does China think to itself, we can do anything we want with Taiwan now and America's not going to say anything? I think, uh, and uh, first of Afghanistan, Chinese leaders think this is their contribution because and China believe they have a fully infiltrated Taliban. Taliban has become their friend. So they believe they are on top of the Afghanistan situation. Actually, Xi Jinping is quite uh, bragging about uh, how wonderful he is can make uh, Afghanistan turn to their side instantly. But Taiwan and Ukraine extremely different situation. Whatever happened in Ukraine, actually, Xi Jinping is not happy to see. Really? Really? Why not? Why not? And because, and you know, this year is extremely important year for Xi Jinping. He wants to be the emperor of China. And for the CCP history, and the only one person, most people know only one person has done that. That's the CCP's founder, Mao Zedong. But actually, there's another person trying actually did that. It's Mao Zedong's wife. But she has been arrested, diminished disappeared from the CCP history. So I think Xi Jinping facing a lot of internal challenges. When he wants to be the emperor of the CCP, he's going to be Mao Zedong or he's going to be Mao Zedong's wife. I didn't know that, that Mao Zedong's wife, wife wanted to sort of become the next empress after he died. Uh, it, was that the thing? She was going to rise to power and others and the CCP made her disappear? That's correct. CCP actually have internal conflicts, and that's why CCP tried to hide this part of history. It was called the Gang of Four. Actually, you look at the Wikipedia, you still can find information. Gang of Four suddenly disappeared from the CCP history. So Xi Jinping, if he cannot do something about Taiwan, there's a lot of internal pressure because they made the conditions. If Xi Jinping wants to be the forever emperor, you have to show you deserve it. If you deserve it, and you have to take action about Taiwan. So whatever Putin worked on the Ukraine, make him look extremely bad inside the CCP. 
Wow. It's uh, Jason Ho. He is the Chief Technology Officer, Techlium Incorporated. Uh, and Jason, I appreciate your time. You are ethnically Chinese. You know a lot about that country, but you're from Taiwan. Um, when it comes to Taiwan and China, like it, with Ukraine and Russia, Russia thinks Ukraine, because it's got ethnic Russians there, belongs to them, and they can take it anytime they want. And I think they want to put in at least a prime minister or a president that agrees with Putin. What's the, what's the dynamic with China and Taiwan? Why does China have a claim on Taiwan? Why do they think they, they deserve to take Taiwan as part of China? I think Taiwan and Ukraine are extremely different. And uh, I'm not familiar with the Ukraine history because yeah. I was never in part of that region. Right. It's hard for me to comment about the Ukraine. But uh, from whatever have happened, what I have heard, especially Taiwan is very unique situation. And first, because the top level of Taiwan news, top level, the people in power and people in office and people control the majority economies, they are from China. They share the very similar, they have a family ties with those leaders in the CCP, especially they share the similar thinking and similar minds. Okay. And especially China actually is a very complicated place. It's more like a united Europe and Xi Jinping is founder and the, and the Southeast Asia region, and unfortunately, they ties to Taiwanese top leaders. So I think the situation is very different than Ukraine. It is uh, Jason Ho. Uh, Jason, I appreciate your, your commentary. We talked last time about the natural resources that are in Taiwan. I mean, all, all of the chips, I'm a computer guy. I love computer technology, and the chips that we get are very, very expensive now, and they all emanate from Taiwan for some reason. Why is it that, that Taiwan has sort of cornered the market on the natural resources we need to make these chips? What do they have that nobody else has? This is uh, all from the CCP's plan. And that's I trying to explain to people, especially people in D.C. and uh, and with all my efforts, because a lot of people doesn't understand the chip shortage is artificial create is artificially created, and there's no supply chain issue, there's no manufacturing issue, and there's no ecosystem issue. Everything is manufactured because the chip shortage gives the CCP substantial advantage. It's easy to check. Not only I'm saying, you can check a lot of reports talk about. Does PRA has issue for the chip shortage? No. Does China critical industry has problem for chip shortage? No. Why is that? But the US, we face a lot of chip shortage issues. And for example, for the 5G chip, and in the US, I just learned and the wireless company, major wireless carrier here, and the chip the US they use actually coming from Huawei because only Huawei has the 5G chip, others doesn't. Wow. And see, and, and we keep talking about how China is trying to infiltrate our technology and our communication system with their chip. Why would only they have the chip? Why, why don't we have the technology? China over the years has stolen a lot of technology from us. We know that. Um, so why is it that China has the upper hand when it comes to 5G? Why, aren't, why don't we have the upper hand? It's very simple. And because technology, a lot of people think this is a very difficult matter. Actually, technology is very straightforward. And technology have two parts. We have intellectual property, the talent, inventing those designs. We have another sector called manufacturing. Okay. Manufacturing for semiconductor, they have two major issues. One is pollution, one is cost. But under CC's plan, they don't care pollution. They have a limited resource to support semiconductor. Based on those two advantages, that's why CCP through Taiwan has fully controlled the semiconductor chip manufacturing facilities. Right. 
it's it's kind of amazing to, to think about it as straightforward. It sounds very complicated, but you're saying that it's really not if you think about it. Why, Jason, do we have a shortage? You know that I'm a gamer. I, I like playing games on my computer. Um, and, and I just bought a, uh, a computer with a, an RTX 3090 in it. Um, and, and that chip or that, that board, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's actually a, a graphics uh, um, a computer system. Basically, it's the graphics board that runs what you see on your screen, and you need a very, very high-end one if you're going to play some high-end games. These boards by the manufacturers, the retail price is $600. But to buy it today, if I went and bought one, if you went and bought one, it would be $3,500. Why, why are we paying so much for technology that you say is very available. Who is artificially pushing the prices up? Is it China? Are they? And if so, how are they doing it? And because once China through Taiwan control the manufacturing, because no one wants to do it, especially like a U.S. company, if you want to do the chip manufacturing, for example, like Intel, yeah. they have faced the regulations. They have to resolve the pollution issues. Oh. And they have to get a lot of funding to create one foundry and to produce semiconductor chips. But the Taiwan or China, China, they have no such concern. They have a limited resource because they are prepared to take the word. Why there's a chip shortage? It's very simple. They know chip is most important device in our daily lives, starting from our everyday works until the national security. They understand if they control the chip, they control the all the nation, control the world. It's uh, Jason O, Chief Technology Officer, Techlium Incorporated. Go to techlium.com. Uh, Jason, so if I'm hearing you right about, about uh, the CCP and, and, and the leader Xi, he's probably going to take action against Taiwan because right now, in the eyes of, of him anyway and the CCP, he looks weak because Russia's taking action, but he hasn't. Do I understand you right? It's very complicated in yeah. China. Actually, Chinese never so simple. If Chinese so simple, they won't be able so successfully infiltrate us, infiltrate even our government branches. Right. Because they are sophisticated. And uh, Xi Jinping first, he doesn't represent China. Even he doesn't represent the CCP. CCP inside has many factions. He's just one of the faction. This faction endorsed Taiwan to take over the chip strategy. He thinks very successfully and uh, moving forward to control the world. But other faction doesn't think the same as he does, especially Communist Party prefer to circulate the power from one faction to another. Yeah. Now Xi Jinping tried to announce to in the CCP inside, I'm going to be emperor forever. Actually, a lot of unhappy sound happened. So, well, 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 I want to stop you because I want to make sure that I understand because what yeah, you sure. said, what you said, I think makes sense to me, but I want to make sure everybody watching and listening understands too. It sounds to me like you're saying the CCP wants a broad communist government in China, whereas Xi Jinping wants to be the, the, the king. He wants to be a monarch to be put on high. That's correct. Yeah. Wow. He wants to be the king. And, but actually, it's not a CCP tradition. You want to be the king. You have to show ability. So it's very interesting for internal and internal conflicts for other factions when and they want Xi Jinping to show their power. Actually, it's not asking Xi Jinping to take over Taiwan, but actually they want Xi Jinping to take over Taiwan for 2029. There's a deadline they put, but they have another very important deadline. They want Xi Jinping to destroy Taiwan semiconductor industry before 2025. They want Xi Jinping to bomb them to show he's really on the CCP side, not on the Taiwan those rich people side. And what would that do to the world if he took out the, the manufacturing abilities in Taiwan? That would hurt everybody, wouldn't it? 
That's correct. For that's the we talk about the Great Reset, right? That's yeah. what the CCP wants. They think if they destroy the chip industry, that's a Great Reset. It's the best chance for Great Reset. Jason, what do, what do they want? If we can say in a very broad sense, because you said they want to take over the world. Well, what does that look like? If if China got if the CCP got what it wanted, what would the world look like? Everybody would answer to China. Everybody would be in a communist sort of state. No religion. No free rights. No free will. What do they want? And the first, we need to understand the CPCP. CCP is very different than Russia. They, the PA will never fight in the battlefield. That's what I mentioned many, many times. The PA is, doesn't like Russia soldiers. They are afraid losing their life, losing their wealth. Yeah. So they want it's very simple. They want to steal nations. And they want to, if that's possible, they want Biden to in charge of American forever. Really? You think they, do you think they controlled Biden? We know that he went there as a vice president. We know that his son Hunter went there and made all sorts of deals with China. We know that he came back and he's, he was in charge of, of handling $1.5 billion of Chinese money. Do they have their grips in, in the Biden family? In the political way, we cannot say he controls Biden. But I would say if Biden is in power, it does a lot of favor to the CCP. That's what they want. And, and and Trump was adding tariffs and he was adding taxes. And he said, we have to be more fair. And China didn't like that. So they were happy to see him go. Definitely. You can see and the, how media aggressively attacking Trump and how media try to remove anything and talking negatively about the CCP. But the media is okay attacking Russia. So you can see the difference. Last question for Jason. Oh, this is great information. I appreciate you coming on. You need to come back more. Um, When it comes to criticizing China for how they're treating the Uyghur Muslims, when it comes to criticizing China for no human rights and attacking religion, when it comes to, uh, to, to saying anything bad about China, people in this country who are making a lot of money from China, like the NBA, basketball, like other big sports, other big Hollywood. They own a bunch of Hollywood studios now. Um, they also have these Confucius institutions that are being pushed away now, but they were infiltrating our school system. This was very, very smart by them. I don't like what they're doing, but it was brilliant that they spent all this money, got control of all of these different institutions in America, and literally, if I say something against Xi... I'm called a racist like I hate Chinese people. And by the way, as you know, I adopted a Chinese baby. So yeah, uh, I, I, I can see you're not racist. Right, right exactly, <laughs> exactly right. But that's the game they play, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay. I just want to jump out to say yes. I'm Chinese. I will say criticize she. She doesn't represent the Chinese. She doesn't even she does cannot represent the CCP. Everything is in question. And this country has been suffered so much by CCP's aggression. And uh, the, the issue is, and this is a natural integration, that's from the CCP points of view, and why those chi- China CCP influence can so much well executed and uh, to the U.S. big corporations because, and from CCP point of view, they are all a kind, very easy for them to infiltrate. And especially, I would like to say, definitely Uyghur's problem and uh, those human rights problems, but there's another issue and the media try to ignore, that's Christian. And Supposedly, China has 70 million Christians. Wow. Now, only a few million left. And a, a lot of news doesn't want to talk about Are it. Are they just disappearing? And most and the pastors, whoever in the in church service, first, all, most church has been taken down. And, uh, and also most pastors are now in jail. So people are just afraid. 
Jason, I appreciate the insight. I appreciate the knowledge. Come back again very soon. It's Jason Ho. Go check him out, techlium.com. Um, thank you so much for your knowledge. I really do appreciate you giving us insight that other people in this country won't talk about. Come back soon, okay? Sure. Definitely. Appreciate you. All right. We're, we're back appreciate after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Really enjoy having Jason Ho on. He is a good guy, smart man. He's Chinese ethnically, but he's uh, from Taiwan, which is an interesting story. But but we've got one minute, Karen. I really need to break down the story about the bear because this is maybe the most important story of the day. Okay, from CNN, the massive black bear known as Hank the Tank and blamed for breaking and entering more than two dozen homes in California's Lake Tahoe area is no longer the sole suspect, according to officials. Authorities have believed the 500-pound bear was acting alone as he roamed the streets in the Tahoe Keys area of South Lake Tahoe. But DNA evidence gathered by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife suggests several bears may have been responsible for the break-ins. The statement Thursday did not clarify if Hank was to blame for at least some of the incidents. I'm, I'm sorry. So Hank the Tank did not break Hank in. It might have been uh, might have been somebody else. Might have been several. Yeah. This is what uh, this is what CNN's working on today. Mm, yeah. Hank the Hank. Tank, the bear. Do you, do you remember Hank. the original story? I do not. Um. No. Well, just that this. I mean, this bear is massive, and the original story was that he was breaking into people's homes and getting their food. So it was somebody else nefariously doing it and blaming Hank. Yeah, or other bears in the area. There you go. Yep. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo. What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah, I saw that story too. And there's like other bears that are like potential. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Suspects. Yeah. That's just kind of funny. All right. So, you know how this whole thing with Britney Spears happened with her conservatorship and she's she got that to end. So now Amanda Bynes, yes. actress, singer, she's filing to end her conservatorship that she's been in for nearly 10 years. So why are these people all in conservatorships? I like, I'd never even heard of that before Britney Spears, to be honest with you. She also had like a, a major breakdown. Um, right. So I remember the meltdown. I just didn't know that somebody like became a conservator. It's very strange to me. Yeah. All right. Well, hope uh, we hope the best for all of them. Polo, thank you. I appreciate you. Let me shut that off. Uh, Sam, appreciate you. Carrie, thanks. Have a good weekend. We'll see everybody on Monday. Take care. Bye.